Welcome to The Think Podcast, the show that tackles impossible questions from a biblical perspective with your host, Joel Sedeckes. And now, get ready to think. When is apologetics actually needed? There are some people who say it's really never needed because, you know, you can't argue someone into the kingdom. And that may or may not be true, but there's no question that apologetics is needed. In fact, Scripture tells us that we need to be ready to give a reasoned defense, an apologia, for the hope that is within us, literally, to anyone at any time. We need, we need our thinking and our hearts and our wills and our minds to be prepared to give that reasoned defense at any time and to anyone. So apologetics is definitely needed, but when is apologetics needed? That's really the question. Well, here's how I describe it. And here's usually when I find myself engaging in apologetics. So what what happens is I'll find myself in conversation with someone and I don't necessarily know where they're coming from. Yes, I do have atheists on my podcast, uh, the Think Podcast, but in everyday conversation, I don't always know where someone is coming from or what they believe or what worldview they adhere to. But in the course of a conversation, what, what will happen is we'll see a clash of worldviews. Sometimes that's a violent clash, a really head-on collision. Other times, it's as simple as someone saying something like um, what my old boss told me one time, you know, I've studied all the religions of the world, and you know what? They all say the same thing. Okay, at that moment, I was experiencing, she was experiencing, we were experiencing a clash of worldviews because I don't believe all world, all worldviews and religions teach the same thing. She apparently did. So our worldviews were colliding at that point. Now, when that happens, my next step is not jump into apologetics. Instead, what I want to do is I want to go as quickly as I can to the gospel. I want to try and define the good news of Jesus Christ, that he is Lord, that he came in the flesh, he lived a perfect life and died for sinners like me, like you, that he was buried, rose again, appeared to many after he conquered death, and ascended back into heaven from which he reigns, rules, to the extent that if anyone repents and believes in him. Although the wages of sin is death, the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. And then I want to um, invite my interlocutor, my discussion partner, to repent and trust in Jesus Christ. What often happens, though, is instead of that person just saying, uh, okay, you know, sign me up, instead what they'll often do is they'll raise an objection to the Christian faith. Now, at this point, now we're engaging in apologetics. And if you watched last time, I defined what, or if you listened last time, I defined what apologetics is. It is the application of biblical truth to unbelieving thought in a compelling way. So what I'll do is I'll begin to engage in apologetics at that time. That is when apologetics begins. Now, my goal in apologetics is no different than when I was speaking with my discussion partner about the gospel. My goal is always to present the gospel in a compelling way, in a way that would um, encourage or um, prevent, uh, provide rather an opportunity for um, 
the person to repent and trust in Jesus. So let me tell you now about um, how this plays out. Let's talk about the apologetic cycle. Okay, here's what this looks like. You discover a point of disagreement. There is a clash of worldviews. You share the gospel and your friend responds with an objection. But what about, or I could never believe in a God who, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I could never believe in a God who would send anyone to hell. Okay, now we're engaging in apologetics. But my goal is to get back to the gospel as quickly as I can. So what I want to do is I want to handle the objection. Oftentimes, as I'm doing it from a presuppositional point of view and and approach, what I'm going to do is I'm going to show how the biblical worldview not only makes sense and answers the question, but how you can't even really ask that question or give that objection without already having presupposed the truth of the Bible. We're going to talk more about this in other videos. Um, If you want, you can go back and listen to my podcast episode called A Crash Course in Presuppositional Apologetics, or of course, I'll recommend you to the podcast, um, my new podcast with Cy Ten Bruggenkate called Answer Anyone with Cy Ten Bruggenkate. So um, again, my goal is to get back to the gospel. And then as often happens, my interlocutor may come up with another objection or may need some more um, explanation or oftentimes I'll ask for evidence, in which case that's another objection as well. But all of this is what we call the apologetic cycle, or what I call the apologetic cycle. But it's a cycle that goes from the clash of worldviews into evangelism, back into um, apologetics, and then back into evangelism. My goal is always to start and end with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So if you have any questions about this, go ahead and shoot me an email. You can do that um, at, you can send an email to thethink.institute at gmail.com. And uh, if you want to support our work, you can do that by going to give.crew.org slash 101-8841. All right, that's that's it. Uh, This is not goodbye. This has just been a little pit stop along the way of your spiritual journey. Until next time, I hope it made you think.